Hello, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast series on prayer. This week, we've been examining the role of long-suffering in prayer. To have this view of long-suffering with Christ is to is to transform the trials that we face in this world in order to offer up every experience of our lives to God and surrender. We learn to practice long-suffering so that pain and hardship can also be redeemed by God through Jesus. Now, one way that this can very easily take place in the life of prayer is in a sister practice to prayer. This practice often accompanies prayer, and in fact, I think it teaches us to be willing and able to long-suffer in our time of prayer. The practice is fasting, and while we may be familiar with it, we often avoid it. Fasting can take several forms, and we can see it exhibit itself in our lives in several different ways. The most practiced form is that of abstaining from food or drink except for water. Now, in this form, we fast from our daily sustenance to realize that we have need of a greater sustenance in God. We learn to be grateful for the food that we do have because without it, We learn of the hunger pangs that continually visit us. Whenever a mealtime or a hunger pang draws near to us, uh, we learn to set aside our desires and our wants in order to give our attention to God. And so, in fasting from food and drink, we replace our mealtimes with prayer times. Now, before we go any further, I do want to make sure I mention this, that there are also many dangers associated with fasting, too. There are potential health risks for those who might have prior conditions, uh, especially folks with diabetes and other similar conditions. And these ought to be heavily considered before any kind of fast is undertaken. Now, we also read in Scripture of Jesus' 40-day and night fast in the Gospels. Uh, This ultra-fast can be extremely detrimental to the health of uh, somebody who's not physically physically capable of it. And in fact, very few people are physically capable of this kind of fast. So before undertaking any fast, it may be necessary to consult with your doctor about whether it would be wise for you to do so or not. If anyone chooses to participate in a fast from food and drink, I would recommend that you start with just one single meal and eventually work your way up to maybe a 24-hour fast Uh, A fast where you begin at the the conclusion of dinner one night, and then you end your fast prior to the start of dinner the next night. This would allow you to only miss two meals, breakfast and lunch, and so that way your body and your physical needs would be taken care of, and you're not ignoring your physical health. Now, in addition to fasting from food and drink, there are other ways that we can fast, other forms that our fast might take. Uh, One might choose not to fast from food, but Instead, to fast from something that you find yourself relying upon too heavily in your life. So you can replace the time that you spend with that particular thing or object instead with prayer. For example, a fast from television or from your cell phone might offer you more time for prayer than you currently have. These fasts can last longer than a fast from food, too, which may be of benefit to your prayer life. And finally, I also do want to mention another form of fasting. Currently, we are in a season in the Christian calendar right now called Lent. Lent is a 40-day period of time leading up to Easter in which Christians all over the world are fasting and learning to participate in the suffering of Jesus. So during this time of year, we are reminded of the virtue of long-suffering, of being willing and able to to deny ourselves, to, to learn to have our trials and difficulties transformed by the work of Jesus on the cross. So this weekend, I encourage you to choose something to fast from. Maybe it will be a single meal, uh, or maybe you'll be uh, you'll choose to not use your phone for a whole day this weekend, so that you can instead spend time that you normally might be on your phone in prayer.
No matter what it is, it's my hope that as we seek, it, seek to deepen our prayer lives, that we'll be willing and able to give up something in favor of prayer. I think that this practice is incredibly valuable to us and that we must be willing to learn how to do this, just as we must be willing to participate in the suffering of Christ and learn to have our trials and hardships transformed by Jesus. So until next week, until Monday, thanks for listening. And as always, it's my encouragement to you to keep praying.